Welcome to the Truth About Employed Physicians podcast, a weekly show where we take you behind the scenes of the professional healthcare industry and reveal the little known methods highly successful physicians, doctors, and professionals are executing right now to maximize their income, reduce their financial liabilities, and most importantly, regain the freedom to live their lives on their terms. Subscribe to the Truth About Employed Physicians podcast today so you don't miss a single episode of this highly valuable information from our host, a veteran physician with more than 20 years in practice and counting. Now, your host, Dr. Incorporated. Hello, this is Dr. Incorporated, bringing you the truth about employed physicians. I want to thank you today for really the efforts you make to um, continually learn about what it means to be a physician in your area or field of interest. I know you you likely have a, a medical journal or a magazine or an article somewhere on your nightstand or and uh, your chair next to um, in your living room where you uh, maybe today um, read an article that was pertinent to your area of medicine. And um, although uh, you were tired, although you didn't really um, feel like doing it, you, uh, you pushed on, you read the article, you assimilated into your practice, you made some mental notes about how things may be a little different for you the next day because of reading that. And and you um, have continued in that process of being a lifelong learner as a physician. It's one of the things I think that just really sets physicians apart is that we genuinely like to learn. Um, but I want to thank you for making the effort to do that because it's, I know it's making you a better physician. And when you're a better physician, um, you can take care of your patients better. And they're the benefactors of that. So thank you for your efforts to do that. You're not doing it because your employers told you to do it. You're doing it because deep down inside you have a drive to be good at what you do, which is really incredible. In this episode, we're going to pick up the last element, our last pieces of our conversation we've been having about the truth that changing practice environments is normal for physicians. Um, at my last episode, I began to unpack the story of the tale of eight physicians, expect change. And we talked about six of the physicians in the group and the changes that they experienced in their practice of medicine. Um, we had a very successful group in my practice um, that about 10 years ago, 10 or 15 years ago, um, broke up for a number of reasons, of individual reasons that are really related to all eight of us as physicians. But at the end of the day, when that group broke up, it really left uh, Dr. Um, M and myself um, really holding the, the ball, if you will, with all the patients in that group. And as we kind of reorganized ourselves and, and really thought about um, what we wanted the future to look like, and as the group was set up somewhat falling apart, we really had that crisis of identity moment where we had to make the decision, did, did we want to stay where we were and be employed with where we were? I know um, Dr. M um, looked at some practices outside of the Midwest. Um, he's a, a hunt, hunting and fisherman kind of guy. And looked into Montana and, and areas out west where he could really enjoy the outdoors a little bit more. Um, I know I kind of questioned, you know, what kind of practice model did I want to work in and what did I want to do? And and so we really had multiple meetings um, with ourselves and with others. Um, we hired some practice consultants that we met with, with some private meetings. We talked with a number of people about what our options were. Um, but what we realized was that basically we both had no non-compete contracts 
um, in our back pocket with our current employer, which was pretty amazing. I didn't know how important that would be at the time, but man, I did learn how important that was because at the end of the day, Dr. Um, M and I controlled our market share patients, which was a pretty big deal to our employer. And we had a lot of options, including potentially suiting up with a, a, com a competing hospital system in our own that would come to our own community if we wanted to. That wasn't our interest. We were very aligned with our current organization, very much enjoyed them. But for a number of business and economic reasons, we decided it was wise to look at all options on the table and to really negotiate our best options that would allow us to practice medicine the way we wanted to. And so um, in that process, I'm not gonna kind of bore you with some of the details of it, but here's what we kind of ultimately chose to do that really led us to both find the place and position that made us most comfortable. Um, number one, um, we were both in the same location, the same building at the time, and we chose to split locations. I chose to uh, go the route of uh, buying a, a, a building and remodeling uh, it into a medical office building for my practice site that uh, my um, company agreed to, um, my, my healthcare employer company agreed to lease from me as part of the process. And, uh, and Dr. M uh, stayed um, in the practice site that was already pre-built um, and uh, basically allowed us to begin to recreate in our own sites sort of the model that we um, wanted to re-engineer and reorganize around, and which was a little bit different for each one of us. We both negotiated fair market value contracts um, that... Uh, that we thought would be beneficial to each other after looking at all the, the models. And we kind of did that sort of blinded to each other. Um, he chose the route of the traditional employment contract that had a few uh, different incentives built into it. And, and I chose the route of going to a uh, uh, professional corporation and uh, professional services agreement model in which I really became sort of an employment light contract where I regained control a little bit of my medical practice for my own company that um, contracted with uh, the hospital um, and allowed me to um, have a lot more control over my personal professional life. But really from the community standpoint, it looked like I was still an employee of the hospital and really not much had changed other than locations. But as I'll expound in, in, in other um, um, posts and episodes, uh, that big change for me was massive and, and really was a huge professional satisfier for me that brought autonomy and control back into my life and really um, uh, salvaged me from the threat of burnout. Um, both Dr. M and I um, also um, really um, made some demands in regards to our clinical support. Um, we both had very large um, patient loads since many doctors had left. Um, I had um, four to 5,000 patients that I was going to be responsible for. He had three to 4,000 patients going to be responsible for. In order for that to, to work well, we were going to have to have adequate support to meet those patient needs. That included um, uh, nurse practitioners to support the practices. That included a uh, new practice model um, that would uh, allow uh, for what uh, we call team care or scribe care of medicine in which our nurses um, 
um, were um, larger in number than just a one nurse for one doctor. And those nurses were also becoming scribes and care team members uh, that allowed us to be more proficient and efficient at what we did really to be more productive and efficient with our time. Um, and we both developed medical directorships um, that allowed us to pursue interests that we had. Um, Dr. M was very interested in wound care and, become, and became very involved in our local wound care clinic, ultimately becoming the director and a very successful director of wound care. Um, I uh, be, uh, agreed to pilot a model of patient-centered medical home for our organization. Um, to begin to um, really explore what we thought was going to be a, an effective model of, of care that ultimately we decided to move away from after two or three years. But it was a great experience for me. I also um, took on some medical directorship over some sports medicine programs in the area uh, for our hospital organization um, that allowed me to really diversify my experiences, but also to add to my income. Um, of really stuff that I was already doing, because frankly, I was already volunteering as a team physician at the school. And now, um, rather than doing it for free, I was now having my organization pay me to really do what I'd been doing all along. Um, and that was also a, a great experience for me in the process. But those were really um, some of the decision trees that we um, walked through when Dr. Um, M and I decided to whether to stay with the organization or to stay not with the organization. We both chose to stay and, and really saw ourselves flourish. Uh, Dr. M um, is still in practice, still um, at the other site, still um, a highly successful wound care doctor. He speaks all over the country now doing wound care and, and, and lectures and teaching um, has really become a, a national expert when it comes to wound care, but has continued to flourish and, and grow um, and, and, and practice medicine in a primary care site, uh, doing um, really a number of things in primary care that we've done all along. He has given up obstetrical practice because that allowed him to simplify his uh, schedule a whole lot more. Um, but, uh, but he has really done well in, in medicine and is very happy in the model that he uh, has really chartered and developed. And, and for me as well, I'm extremely happy with the fact that I'm now in a position where um, I own my medical office building and it's leased to um, the hospital um, at our practice site where we have uh, three physicians and two, two nurse practitioners working alongside me. Um, it's a thriving, growing practice that's uh, very successful. Um, we have, um, well, eight and 10,000 patients in the practice in totality now that we're responsible for, um, which is all about market share for our healthcare corporation. But I've organized myself in a way that allows me to maximize um, my productivity in that clinic, allows my pay to be tied to that productivity. Um, and allows me to continue, uh, really reap the benefits of uh, leasing my medical office building to um, the hospital practice, all done legally, all done properly and organized in a way that really has allowed me to flourish. Um, it's also allowed me to diversify um, what I do inside of medicine and outside of medicine uh, by having my own company. Even starting this um, social media site, blog, and, and vlog um, has really grown out of um, 
my own uh, business venture, my own business interest when it comes to employed physicians. I just believe there's so much out there for employed physicians to enjoy um, if they can just see the benefits of the employment light um, environment that I've chosen to be a part of. I think it opens the door for so many possibilities um, for side gigs, for um, passive income, for um, really maintaining all the benefits of being employed, but really reducing some of the downsides of being employed. Um, and so um, that tale of eight physicians, including myself, has really led to the fact that change is normal for us as physicians. And uh, if uh, you as a doctor struggle with that at all, or you think, man, uh, is, is it okay to make a change? Or should I make a change? Or when should I make a change? I just encourage you as an employed physician to um, just listen to some of these uh, stories that I've told you about these eight physicians that have all successfully transitioned in different ways and different locations. And, uh, and including myself that are just so much happier now because of those transitions that we've made. I don't want you as an employed physician to feel like you're stuck. You're stuck working for the man. You're stuck um, really having third parties control and manage and, and manipulate you because there, there are opportunities out there for you. You don't have to stay stuck and feel the burdens that ultimately lead to burnout. Um, and so um, I invite you to uh, add in your comments to um, our uh, social media locations, um, your thoughts and own experiences with maybe transitions that you've made. If you're a, a newer physician, I encourage you um, to just use um, your experiences uh, in residency and as an attending physician to sort of, sort of really shape and mold um, you into really ultimately your, your destination as a doctor that is ever-changing and ever-evolving. Um, and that's a normal part of the process. So the truth today is changing practice environments is normal for physicians. I encourage you to embrace that and thrive in that.